Welcome to the Better Eye Health Podcast with Damon P. Miller II, MD. This particular podcast is an excerpt from the weekly conference calls. Dr. Miller focuses on different topics connected to the Better Eye Health program. The topic of this session is, If you do nothing, what are the risks of bleeding? Here is Dr. Miller. This is the next in the series of questions we've been doing over the last weeks, um, what I call the should ask questions. Um, you know, you've heard of frequently asked questions, you know, the kinds of questions that people frequently ask. These were going through questions, a list of questions that I drew up that I want people to ask, but people don't often think of it. And so we're it's a little bit off uh, the way this is normally done, but it's working for me, so we're going to do it. Uh, and I hope it's working for you as well. Um, So the question for today, uh, this applies mainly to people with macular degeneration and Stargardt. So if you have macular degeneration or you have Stargardt and you don't do anything except take the vitamins that your doctor recommends, your eye doctor recommends, what are the chances that you'll become exudative or wet macular degeneration or Stargardt? So let me preface this discussion just with two things that may not be evident to people. First, macular degeneration and Stargardt are considered to be very closely related, Stargardt being the juvenile form of macular degeneration. And uh, the genetic predisposition for that is um, maybe you have two abnormal genes instead of one, and that's why it shows up when you're younger. Um, The other thing is that uh, a lot of people think, and this, this in part is because of the way eye doctors talk about this, they somehow think that wet macular degeneration or wet Stargardt disease is a different entity than dry macular degeneration or dry Stargardt disease. And the truth is they're the same disease. Um, so the example I like to use is if you think of another common disease, something like diabetes. Diabetes, if it's around for a long time and you progress into a stage where you start having the complications that diabetics can get, things like heart problems or poor circulation in the legs or kidney failure or diabetic retinopathy, the eye problems associated with diabetes, it's all still just diabetes. It's diabetes in a more advanced stage, diabetes now with complications, and the same is true for the eye diseases. If you have wet macular degeneration, you have good old macular degeneration, only now it's progressed to a point where you have the complication of leaking and bleeding. And um, I'll finish this and then I want to have one other little conversation after this about uh, when they decide to inject your eye. But the data is pretty clear that, you know, people with macular degeneration, of which there are tens of millions of people in this country now with it, But the odds that you will convert from dry to wet are still only about 10 or 15 percent. So that doesn't mean that everyone with macular degeneration, because it all starts out as dry, is going to convert to wet macular degeneration. Um, The odds are actually in your favor that you won't. Um, You can have a lot of what's called geographic atrophy. You You continue to lose vision, but you don't have the problem with leaking and bleeding. And so, uh, 
but the leaking and bleeding can be catastrophic. It can lead to sudden and dramatic loss of vision because of the damage that that fluid leaking into the retina, the blood leaking into the retina, the damage that that can cause can be pretty severe and it can happen very quickly. And the, when you hear about the treatments for macular degeneration, really they're not talking about treatments for the disease. All that language is talking about treatments for the complications. Um, ophthalmologists still have really no treatments for the disease. They're looking at injecting stem cells and uh, they keep saying that's years away. There's some people that are trying it now, but um, most of the people who are trying it, it's not an approved technique. Um, the clinics that do it aren't supervised or registered or licensed to do that. And there's actually a bit of a scandal going on now with a lot of stem cell therapies where stem cells are being injected and it's um, not that it's fraudulent, but it's not a controlled procedure and a lot of people aren't doing it well or don't know what they're doing and the results aren't very good. And people spend a lot of money for that. I mean, they can charge you tens of thousands of dollars to inject stem cells into you and you'd like to think it's gonna work if you're gonna spend that kind of money. So I'm gonna end that, uh, just that simple statistical thing. The next conversation I wanted to have though, um, just briefly because it relates to this, is that because the only tool that the ophthalmologists have is these injections, they tend to do them a lot. Um, and in fact, they do them often when they're not really indicated or called for. And so the, uh, the you know, and often people, uh, people don't even know often that they have macular degeneration until they have some sort of catastrophic event like a bleed or a leak. Um, they may know that their eyesight is declining, um, but no one's ever used the words macular degeneration before. And, and this gets into, you know, a whole other thing, which is uh, a sorry thing that doctors still do that they've always done, which is they don't want to worry their patients. They don't want to worry their clients. So if you have, uh, if your eye doctor sees loss of pigmentation, geographic atrophy, uh, maybe some drusen, you know, the kind of debris left behind because of all the cells that are dying off, um, they may know, oh, this is an eye that's got macular degeneration most likely. Um, but they don't say anything. And then you one day wake up and you can't even really see in one of your eyes and you go into the eye doctor and they say, oh, you bled. And this is macular degeneration. And it's really not new. Just nobody ever told you you were having problems with your eyes. And the reason they don't tell you is because since they have nothing to offer, they figure, why worry this person? Why you know, upset them. And it's not doing a good service for you when they do that. But to get back to what I was saying, there are a lot of people who I see now who are getting these injections and they're not really indicated. And there is evidence now that those injections um, can actually do some damage in your eye. And so if you've had a big leak or a bleed and it's causing a lot of damage in your eye, yes, you want to do some first aid, some emergency things to try and cut it back, but getting injections every month for years on end ultimately leads to problems. And this is a bigger discussion, I realize. So let's come back to this in the future. I'll put it down on the list of topics for coming weeks. But I'm just gonna, I'm gonna end there with the, uh, just leaving this thought that getting these injections in your eye when you don't need them can be damaging. And that wet and dry are the same, and sometimes 
the first thing you know that you even have macular degeneration is because of a bleed, but it's always, always, always preceded, preceded by uh, the dry form. You've had degeneration in your eye before you had the bleed, and it's just that no one told you or no one diagnosed it. Tune in for more podcasts and other presentations. Go to www.bettereyehealth.com. There is hope for sight.